Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. And welcome into this week's edition of Voice Coaches Radio. I am Josh. He is Sam. We are delighted to have you joining us as per usual. Sam, how are we doing? Doing great as always, Josh. Glad Thank you that. so much for asking. Oh, you know what? I, they, uh, you know, I, I'm glad I asked. I am glad I asked. That uh, that's, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Hey, uh, we have... Another special guest. Yes, we do. Another special. We are just just teeming with guests here. We have so many these days. So many. So uh, why don't you let us know uh, who we'll be chatting with uh, today. Did you, what did you was hear that? that? Did you, I, I think we heard our, what one of our special guests. That? So not only do we have one special guest, we have two special guests it's today. More like, it's more like one and a half. One and a half. It's, it's half, more right. like one and a half. One human, one non-human. There is a cat in the booth today. We have a cat with us, so you may be hearing periodic meows. I couldn't think of what a cat's doing. Meow, mewing, mewing, mewing. Oh, and that other voice you hear is none other than Laura, one of our fearless and best producers here at Voice Coaches. Fearless and best producers. Best producers, yes, indeed. No, but Laura used to be producing much more, and she's now on the road teaching those adult ed classes that a lot of our listeners may have uh, entered the program through. So, Laura, welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Great to uh, hang out with you since I never see you I anymore. Know. It's been so long. It, sure. is, it was, has it been good for you, too? Well, <laughs> you know what? Hurtful. This Hurtful. is just... Wow. And, wow. and we also have her a delightful little kitten cat. Yes. Uh, yes. In in the booth who you may hear chatting as well and that and is uh I'm going to let you say the name cuz it is too many names for me to remember. So we named him as though he were a racehorse and he has multiple names. His name is Redford Robert Wilhelm Graver Jones Esquire. Yes, that is his name. Now did you know that when you name a racehorse after someone, so say Robert Redford, you actually have to get their permission? You have to get written permission from wow. that person. Is that true? It is true. Yes, hmm. the Kentucky Derby is oh, is right around the corner. So, yeah. uh, so that's why. I, at the time of this recording, yeah, It'll be yeah, long so past by the time true. we actually we had. may be at the Preakness by then. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, maybe at Pimlico. Mm. Mm. Maybe at the Belmont. Triple Crown time. Belmont. Um, but uh, yeah, this is the only time I <laughs> legitimately the only time I care about race horse racing. And when I say year. well, not even this time of year, like literally that day, like that day, I will care about horse racing. And then two weeks later, I'll care about horse racing. But every other time, not really. Not, not interested really. at not, all. Not especially. <laughs> not well. especially. So, Laura, in addition to being a voice actor, which we all know you are, in addition to teaching these classes, you are also a producer. So I am. So what I'm curious about today to talk to you and Josh about, which I think the both of you actually have a lot of opinions on, and outside of being opinionated people, which I know you are. And that's true. Fine, nothing true. wrong with that, as am I. I'm wondering, what is it like being, you know, you, you're also an actress, too. You were an actor first. What is your favorite thing about being a producer? I have to say I love the creative process. I think the creative process between... Nerd. Oh. You know what, Josh? <laughs> I'm going to... This, this is also... I'm going to... I will take these headsets off and just come out there. For context, yeah. Josh and Laura definitely have a like sibling rivalry. Totally do. Listening. Please yeah. continue. It's not yes. a rivalry when I beat her all the time. Oh, please. Whoa. I am so much better wow. than you. Let's just put it right out there. Boom. Drop mic. Wow. I'm only going to be nice to you now because your cat is adorable. <laughs> he is adorable. But in all seriousness, to answer Sam's very important question. Thank you. 
I love the creative collaborative process between my voice actor who I am producing and me, the producer, that collaborative experience of getting from maybe take one, what a certain read sounds like, a piece of copy, and all the way to the finished process when I do a little rough edit before I send it over to our editors and seeing the the vast changes that happen and that collaboration that we created. And it's just, it's kind of awesome. You know, I'm curious, so much of what we talk about on the show is information for voice actors, things that voice actors can use to further their career. But I'm wondering too, a lot of our voice actors now in this day and age are having to become producers themselves. What do you think is like needed to be a good producer of voiceover? I think that being objective is a is something that yes that was the cat um oh nice um, i thought it was josh but that's uh, yeah no yeah i can't blame find me out you'll know <laughs> find me out you'll know <laughs> yep definitely josh me, yeah, definitely josh i think it, it there's a level of being objective that you need um because again we all hear our own voice differently so um as producers i think that Normally, I would tell a voice actor, get a producer when you are having something produced. It that second set of ears, that person to direct you. But as people who are, are in this field, in this industry, um, and we are all of us here, voice actors and producers, producing ourselves has become sort of sometimes routine. And I would say that you need to make sure that you're kind of going back to the basics, with your technique. So are you, if I'm hearing you correctly, w- one thing you're saying is being a voice actor, you, you can't hear yourself objectively, right? That's something we're saying. Yeah. So getting a second set of ears is paramount. Yeah. I would say f- for the most part, yes, it really is. There are a few exceptions where people, you know, who've been doing this for years, maybe have, can be a little bit more removed from their own voice. But I think for the most part, it, it really is um, about having someone there to direct you. And I think that's what being a producer is. You're listening to someone's voice objectively and being able to say, hey, maybe this isn't the right piece for you. Or, hey, um, change your inflection on this word or change your pitch. Try it in this way. You have to give them that kind of direction. And as when we hear our own voice, we might think, oh, yeah, that sounds fine. But it's because we're not objective hmm. to what we sound like. Because we hear ourselves all the time. And the way we think we hear ourselves and the way we hear ourselves is differently than somebody else hears us. Absolutely. You know, I think a lot of it also is if you are, you know, self-producing, if you are, you know, someone who who is in that situation, for whatever reason it might be, you have to you have to trust yourself a little bit. Trust yourself as a producer a little bit. Um, you know, we all crave that direction. And I, and I think, Laura, you, you said it there. We all, we all want that, you know, objective opinion, that, that second set of ears. If you don't have that, then you have to trust yourself. You have to trust yourself that you know what you're doing and that you're able to step back and listen to it and say, yeah, that, that sounded like I wanted to, or that didn't sound like what I wanted it to. So you really need to be, (laughs) Hey Red. So you really need to be able to trust See, he agrees. He agrees with me wholeheartedly. And I appreciate that. You guys have an understanding. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're fast old friends. Yeah, I, I have known Red for literally weeks. Weeks. Le- yep. I I have known Red for almost as long as Laura has known Red. That's, that's true. Wow. 
That's true. Say for like a day. Yeah. So so Red and I, we yeah we we go way back. We go way back. But no, I I, I think I, you know trust in your in your learning, trust in your skills, and trust in in your ear. Trust in your ear. I think a lot of us don't trust our own ear. Yeah. Um, you know when something sounds good or when it doesn't sound good, and and I think a lot of you know of of, of producing is just that hearing something and being like mm, something something's not. So it's not kosher there. I gotta, we gotta figure something out, right? Trust your ear, and uh, you know it, it. It it can be a little risky, but it's definitely something that you're gonna have to be able to do so that you can have that objectiveness to it. Objectivity, objectiveness is not a word. Objectivity. Sorry. Objectivity. Yes. Yes. Sorry about that. Um, and 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 in that sense, I definitely do agree with Josh. Surprise, surprise! Wow, it's oh. wow. happened before. It's happened yeah. before. Yeah. Wow, yeah. is this recording? We this, got yeah. that on the this, this, this is actually Good. on. Yeah, we have this on tape. <laughs> I'm gonna regret that. But we're gonna pull I, out that segment. Yeah, let's just edit that out later. <laughs> um, yeah, I agree with him in the sense that you do have to trust your own ear. But I think it comes back to remembering the basics of what your technique is. If you remember the technique. As a voice actor, the skill set you need to have as a voice actor, if you go back to those basics and you continue to apply that skill set, you can also be um, an objective producer for yourself. You know, one of the things that, that, that I enjoy about producing is, you know, we go into these pieces and... I, mean, I think Laura, it's safe to say we're we're pretty comfortable with almost all these pieces that we do. We sure. do them fairly fairly often, so yeah. we have ideas on how they're supposed to sound, and that's kind of a starting point. Our starting point is okay. This is their first read. This is what I'm looking for. Let's get there. But one of my favorite things is on the way to that final destination, they do something that I, I didn't expect. I wasn't listening, or I, I I I didn't ask them to do specifically, but it works. And it's like, oh, shoot, yeah, that's a, that's a, because there are, you know, there, there's no one way to do any specific piece. Absolutely. So, you yeah. know, hearing someone do something that I was like, that was not what I asked for, but I like it. Let's use that. I think that's, that's kind of a, that's kind of a fun, and it, and it kind of, you know, reinforces the fact that, you know, this, this is not a, a black and white type of industry. This is a very, you know, open ended industry, and there are any number of ways you can do any number of things, and none of them are wrong. They're just different ways to do that. And kind of having that, you know, right there in front of you, I think, is, is, is kind of a nice reminder of that. So what do you think it is for both of you? I'm curious. Like, what makes a good segment? What makes a good spot? Like, I hear what I'm hearing you both say, too. It's like you, we've worked with a lot of material. You've done a lot of this material. So you have some preconceived ideas of what makes it good. But I also know that one of the things that I am lucky to have in my role here at Voice Coaches is I get to listen to a lot of the material that we're producing. And I hear a lot of the material that both of you are producing. And I can tell them, like, oh, wow, they really... Better. Well, yeah, yeah. You're both ahead. equal. You're both equal. Mm-hmm. Children, children. But what you both Sam do knows really that well. it's me. He knows. He's just not saying it. He knows that it's me. There's a reason why they there send is a you out on the road. There is a wow, 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 yeah. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, putting aside who is better, you both do a very nice job producing demos. But what I can hear is when either one of you, doesn't matter who's doing the demo, when it pops, what is that thing that makes it really good? And sometimes, like, I know this can be material that you might not be as familiar with, and I can hear it too, but what is that thing that makes a segment or spot good? Energy. I think it's energy? Absolutely, energy. I mean, and the the culmination of all the techniques that we teach our students to become professional, exceptional voice actors. And we're hoping to, that's what we're hoping to put out. That's what we, we as here at Voice Coaches, we want to put out that great material. That's why we have a, we have an approval process through our demos and um, to make sure that we put out the best 
our students possibly will be to get them to their best. And um, I think when it's really cool to work with somebody who just something clicks and they've got it. It's just, it's the energy, it's their directability. And for some reason, all of it, it comes together and it's just really cool when you hear it. And it's like, wow. But I would say energy. When somebody brings me a certain kind of energy, that doesn't mean volume. That doesn't mean... Um, Going loud. Yeah. It doesn't mean being loud. Yes, Redford, that, that's not what it means. <laughs> doesn't mean being loud, doesn't Red. doesn't mean being loud, Red. But... It's this type of energy, whether it's a for a reflective piece, it's a calm energy, or for a higher energy piece, and they just get really excited. But it's a culmination of all the technique that we've taught them, their directability, and suddenly their energy just pops, and they start rolling with it and getting comfortable in the booth. And something happens, and it all just gels. And I think it really, but I think it's energy. So if what I'm hearing you say is it's the right energy for the spot. Yeah. It's like, fi- it's like finding yeah. the energy of the piece and then yeah. kind of like riding that way. Right. I think it's, it's when oh. somebody finally finds their rhythm and finds that when they get, you know, we all get behind the, the mic and I, and I, for me included, nerves can take over in the first couple times you read a spot, but then suddenly somebody starts rolling with it and getting comfortable and suddenly their personality just shines through and they just get comfortable and they start just kind of going on autopilot and they, they start to understand how a piece should be read for them. Yeah, and I think that that comfort part is is huge. You know what? One of the things I was going to say is is one of the things that that allows those pieces to become that is trust, and that is trust of the student in their producer. Absolutely. Even if we've never worked with them, I may be producing someone that I've never taught any of their classes. I've never worked with before. I need you to trust me completely, and in doing so, I need you to take risks that you may not be comfortable doing. And, and sometimes, you know, I'll have you, you know, do something outside the box because I think it might work for the piece. Sometimes I'll just have you do that just to kind of shake it off a little bit. Try something different. I need to know that you're willing to take these risks with me because that is how we're going to get to where we ultimately want to go. If you are reticent and, and nervous, especially early on, where you're going to be a little nervous and, you know, a little kind of timid on that, we need to get rid of that quick. And you need to trust that, you know, that we have your best interest in mind and we're not having you do these things for our own amusement. Maybe a little, but for the most part, they're 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 the reasons why we're doing these things to get you where we need you to be, and that trust factor is huge. Again, even if you don't know the producer that well, know that not only you know that that demo is not only your reputation, it's ours, and so we want a good demo just as much as you do because it is just as much a reflection of us as it is of you. So we have your best interest in mind, and you have to trust us that we know you know what it's going to take to get there. And commit to that. Really commit to that. And what I'm hearing you say, Josh, is trust in yourself and as the talent, but also tr- trusting the producer is yeah, absolutely yeah. just as important as absolutely. the energy of the spot. Absolutely. What a- I also find funny in that, Josh, is that you did mention something about like torturing the talent in there. So I just so, want to put so, that out sometimes. there. Like maybe the sure. trust. Sometimes. You know, yeah. You know what the fact is? A little harder. The, the fact is, uh, the best demo sessions that I have are where <laughs> I have a really easy rapport with the person. And yeah, I, I, I give them a hard time. I razz them. Absolutely. And I expect them to do that right back at me. And Which when they do... I, just for the record, I've never given you a hard time. You've heard it here on the podcast. Never. 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 <laughs> never. Not, never, not Did, Have but, I told you about Baby Bear? Remind me, Laura. We'll talk that, later. Okay. That rapport that... <laughs> Sam, that rapport that you and I have, I like oh, to yeah, have that yeah, with, totally. with my, you know, with the 
clients that are that's in there. That's what you want from the talent. That, that back and forth because it's it 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 relaxes them. It makes it easier. It's more fun for them. It's more fun for me. So I'm you know gonna give you a hard time in there, and and I expect you to throw it right back at me and give me a hard time. Sometimes it doesn't work that way, and I'll say something, and, and I won't get the response I'm looking for, and I'll be like, all right, I shouldn't do that anymore. They probably taking that personally. They think I'm just mean, which sometimes I am. True. But I mean, again, even you know if I you know, crack a joke or, or, or make fun of you or something like that. There's a reason behind that too. I'm trying to ease things up a little bit. I'm not just trying to be a jerk. I mean, I naturally am, but I'm not well, trying. I don't have to try. Well, I don't have to try it. It just happens. Yeah, it just happens. It just, it just, just flows thing. out. But um, I mean, that's yeah. that, that, that comfort factor, like you mentioned, Laura, is is huge. It's absolutely huge. You know, and it's, it's funny. I, I always tell people when they, when they step into the booth, the, the, the the way that most recording studios are set up are to put you at ease, to make you feel nice and relaxed. We have nice, nice light-colored walls. We have pictures. We have motifs, and they're designed to put you at ease and allow you to be at your best. But if you're not familiar with these places, they are alien environments, and they can get you to tighten right up. And we need to get past that. So especially if someone's coming in here, maybe this is their first time ever in a studio and ever in a booth. We got to get past that. We got to get past that in a hurry. And sometimes the best way is just to uh, make fun of them a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Just, a little. just, poke, a, just, just poke a little bit. Just poke them a little bit. Something I also like to say about nerves to my students who I'm working with mm-hmm. is that everybody's going to be nervous in the beginning. So it's not something that you should think is, wow. Sorry. Go on. So unprofessional. I know. I just made that. That was my my drink. I just <laughs> that was that, that was, was a Redford. Josh. That was a Josh. Yeah. <laughs> that was our the cat in the room. I'm um, oh, sorry, Laura. You were. But saying. something about nerves, and I think people that they don't be afraid of them. It, it's that happens to the best of us. It happens to all of us at some point. They're never going to go away completely. I don't think. I don't mm. believe that they ever will. They never should. They because my thing is this: if you're nervous, it means you care. So yeah. guess what? If you weren't nervous, it, it maybe that's a that's more of a flag well, that you should be looking for. Even it, but. physiologically, nerves are there to put you at a heightened state of awareness so that you can better do whatever you have to do. So you are more aware. You are more active. You're more on top of things when you're nervous. That's why we're nervous. It's our body saying, whoa, there's a situation we're not comfortable with. We need to be on alert. So if you use those nerves instead of letting them kind of overtake you, they can help. They can elevate your performance. You see this in athletics all the time. Nerves are great. They they, they pump you up. They make you, those endorphins are super, super important and use them. Absolutely use them. So I think you should always be a little nervous. If you're not, you're too complacent and you probably don't care. This is why right. I'm so good at life because I'm always nervous. Always nervous. Always, always nervous. nervous. Yep. No, when when adrenaline floods your system and you have those nerves, use it. Channel it. And that's where I think that some great energy can come from. And I think energy, like I was saying before, energy can really make a spot. So hmm. nerves I- are good. Nerves are good. They very Nerves much are. are good. I will say for me, what I do is I like to build a context. I'm all about context. And what you were talking about, the room feeling alien and the room feeling weird, especially if you're not used to this environment. What I like to do is I like I like to play pretend. Like, I know you might share this, Laura. We have an acting background. Like, the fun part is, like, 
putting yourself in a scene and being there and playing pretend so I can channel that energy that might be coming from nerves or the feeling of wanting to do a good job, wanting to get it right. And instead of focusing on those questions, I can redirect that energy to build a scene and then play that scene. And then it makes it easy for me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I do that too. And and I would suggest that my my students and and um, clients would do that too. Whoever I'm producing, I would say, you know, figure out who you are in this piece. Who are you? Who are you taught? Where's that character coming from? What is that character perspective? And what are, Josh does. We are voice actors. Yeah. Yes. We're not talkers. But even what you're doing, too, is you're putting them into a state of mind. Like you're putting them at ease. You're creating a context for them. You're like, hey, I'm going to give you this energy even if you don't think about it this way. Right? That's super cool. Yeah. That's the yeah. goal. That's awesome, Laura. I mean, that's awesome. Nice nice work, both of you, with the, on the production side of things. I do listen to all of them, and I will say... Equally, you both are good. Ser- serious question, though. <laughs> serious question. Please, please, please. When you're listening to him, I, and mm-hmm. I know you, can you tell who does it? I yeah. can if tell you don't a know, I know, bit. Yeah. I know for the most part, you probably know ahead of time. I know time. The, definitely the, produ- the audio engineers. I can definitely well, tell that's, that. That's true, <laughs> yeah. too. That's yeah. true. But I mean, if, if you were just listening to two, I, I wonder how different our styles are. And it doesn't mean one's better than the other, one's worse than the other. It just means that, the, and that's going to be the case, I think, with any producer you ever, I mean, I'm sure different, if yeah. I was listening to one of the ones you produce, oh, when totally. you produce them, they're oh, probably I very different as well, or, or when yeah. Nate produces them, or, or whomever. But I'm, I am curious if you, you know, blind tested were like, yeah, no, that's that's definitely a lower one. And nah, it sounds more like a Josh one. I think a lot of it comes down to content and then taste. Like I can hear your taste in the pieces and I can see your taste in like the pieces that you would direct somebody towards and the pieces that you would direct somebody towards. And then also the energy that you too, as a producer, bring to the table, I can definitely hear. Like Laura's definitely have much more upward inflection. There's much more emphasis on that one, that skill, that technique. And that, so her students have that. Yours definitely has much more of a conversational. Not to say that yours doesn't have conversational, but it's, it's more casual. And then the pieces you pick really reinforce that. The like one that comes to mind for you, Josh, is Captain DeLong. I feel like every time I hear a narrative demo, I'm like, that's Josh with Captain DeLong on Captain it. Captain DeLong. Which is like a really intense match. narrative piece for those who don't know it. It's it's really it's fun, it's dramatic, and it has this like gravitas to it, which is Josh's voice. Scattered fragments of shattered <laughs> glass. Right. Lay upon the broken windowsill. But it's inevitable. Captain we all bring ourselves to the table. Even as producers. And that was a beautiful rendition. Thank by you. The way. Appreciate that was really it. Good. Appreciate yeah. it. It's a super yeah. depressing piece at the end. It really so he murdered his family. But oh, that's the end wow. of the show. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. Wow. Wow. Spoiler wow. alert. I only get through Great. 20 seconds. You just gave it away. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, Laura, thank you so much for this contribution. And thank you for coming on the podcast. We've been wanting to have you here for I so long. I know. I feel like I'm just, you know part of the being integrated back into the voice coach's I'm, family. Except that we're not going to see you again for like another month. It's That's true. true. Laura was yeah. in studio all the time, but all now she time. is teaching those classes on the yes. road and she is all over the country flying here and there, going to this place and that place, the new city every day, just about, correct? This is Practically, yeah. Wow. Rough. That's amazing. Racking oh. up the airline miles. Yeah. Racking up those airline miles. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us Absolutely. today. It was little my circus. pleasure. It was a thank lot of fun. Thank you for bringing Red, Redford. Thank you for Redford. coming in and should, adding your contribution. We should have mic'd Redford. Can you imagine if we put like a mic down there next to him? So, for, so I met Redford a couple weeks ago, uh, and he had just come here, and he definitely had something going on with his nose. And literally, he would hide. He was hiding under the desk, and he was going. And I was like, what is happening right now? And yeah, he's just breathing. He's breathing. Yep. So, uh, but he's, he's a much quieter breather now, which uh, which I appreciate. Much more over it now. His his nerves have have calmed mm. down. Good, so. good. He's channeled he should them. Use the, yeah, use he, those he nerves. He channeled them. Use those <laughs> nerves, Red. 
He's yep. He's channeling them into licking himself right now. So. Oh, Fair enough. It's bad time all the time. Yeah. Well, hey, if you have any questions for Laura, uh, you can always reach out to us um, and probably reach out to Laura as well uh, and uh, and ask ask uh, ask any questions. Sam at VoiceCoaches.com is the easiest way to get something to us, but we can absolutely reach out to Laura. And I'm sure that we will have Laura joining us again at some point when we can sh- when she can fit it into her uh, her busy busy schedule. Busy yes. schedule. Make some time for schedule. for the the lowly peasants such as we. Josh, um, yes. so, exactly. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know. But uh, but no, Laura. Thanks thanks for coming on. It's always it's absolutely. always fun to see you. And uh, we miss you here in the studio. We do. We miss Aww, you here in the I studio. I miss you guys so. too. It's quieter around here. It is. It, it definitely is. is. Not as much argument between no, us. No, and not and, and not in quite in a good way. It's quite in like a oh sad way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but but thanks for coming in. It was great to chat with you again and I'm sure we'll have you on. And like I said, any questions for Laura, send them to us. We'd be happy to pass them along. Sam at voicecoaches.com is the best way to get in touch with us no matter what. Any questions, comments, concerns that you may have or topics you want us to discuss because remember, it's not just our show. It's also yours. Beautiful. So, Sam at VoiceCoaches.com is the best way to do that. So, Laura, thank you again so very much. Redford, thank you for your contributions as well. That was me. And, uh, Sam, anything to add? Perfect. Outstanding. So, for Sam, I'm Josh. Until next time, so long, everyone. Visit VoiceCoaches.com for more voiceover news and information.